0: Good day, listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio Broadcast. So glad that you've decided to join us. I'm Jonathan, sitting here with Stephen Cervantes. How are you doing, my friend? Good. Thank you. Yes. So, um, you know, listeners, we we appreciate you being part of this program. Uh, you know, for, what has it been now, 15 years? Because in 2005 wow. was when we started the program, and it's 2020. So 15 years we've been doing this program every single week, weekend, week out. Um over 750 programs out there and uh we couldn't keep doing this without you not only from the financial standpoint the the financial support but the fact that you all are willing to uh interact with us so you give us great show ideas you communicate with us when you have questions or even when you have you know uh thoughts about uh subjects that we've brought up but also it really helps us if you're willing to share the podcast, if you're willing to rate it, review it. That does a lot for letting people know about the program that's out there. That's a really easy, free way for you to support what we're doing. Um, we've got listeners in over 100 countries around the world, which is really amazing. I just I'm always amazed when I look at some of the analytics and where people are listening to the program. But we just want to say we're grateful for you, and uh, we love the interactions that we can have with you. So go to puresexradio.com. Down at the bottom of the page, you can click on the iTunes link, and you can go there to rate us, or you can click on the donate link to make a donation. So Stephen, we're going to talk about porn.
1: Yes, we're going to talk about when do we go porning. Yeah, is that a, are
0: you coining a term? (laughs) I made
1: a new word up. You know, I just put the ing on the end of it. You know, yeah. When does a guy go porning? Okay, so so
0: explain to us what porning is.
1: Looking for porn, hunting for porn. Okay, so we're going to be talking about a porn fix.
0: So so it's not the same for every guy, then, huh? I mean, everybody goes. Maybe there's different times or different triggers. Is that what we're going to talk about?
1: Yes, but but. The whole idea of looking for a sexual fantasy escape, right? So, uh, I don't know. What, have you been porning? Did you go porning? Are you porning? Have you been porning? Just the whole idea of making it a verb, I think, because it's an activity, right? Yeah. That happens.
0: I'm not going to suggest we create a hashtag out of it. Just <laughs> listeners, don't go there, please. We don't need that kind of publicity. <laughs> anyway just
1: the language has to work and flow you know and you know we call men to accountability and you know have you done any porning you know yeah Uh, so so I just got to thinking about it I thought when do guys go if they're gonna go looking for porn Well, when does that happen and look the reality is you've seen porn I've seen porn and we're all patterned people and we work with men, and they're still in the in the muck of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I was just thinking, could we just talk about that? When does it happen? When does somebody mm-hmm. need to go? What's driving a guy? Sometimes it becomes habitual. I get it. You're not thinking. Yeah. You just do it. But most guys get so consumed with it. They're thinking about it. They're thinking about the last time. They're thinking about the next time. They're, you know, it's just so so flooded with their mind. Uh, you know, that would be described as an addiction. Right? Yeah, you're consumed.
0: Yeah, but I think and, and I think there's a far larger number of guys. Like when you're describing, you know, porning, I almost think it could be it could be expanded out to like when do you, when do you start going down that path of a sexual escape.
1: Yeah, that's good. I so like for that. those who yeah. are going
0: to be trying to, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's and say, well, I don't look at porn. Well, it's like, yeah, but maybe you go f- towards a sexual escape of some kind. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I think that's yes. what you're talking about, that's right? That's
1: exactly right. I wrote that word, escaping. Yeah. Porning is escaping. And it's got a sexual bent to it, right? right. Uh And, you know, when was your introduction to porn? You know, when did you first see it? And then it sort of overwhelms you and dazzles you. And you try not to go back because you know it's wrong, but then it's sort of so magnetic that you look again. And then then it becomes a little pattern. It weaves into a young man's life as a solution, right? We could go running, right? We could go flying kites. Mm -hmm. You know, we could go watch...
0: Television? Well, it's like I heard somebody recently say, you know, porn is not a bad problem, it's a bad solution. Interesting. And and I think that's what a bad
1: solution is good. I think
0: that's what you're talking about. We somewhere along the way, we start to go down that path. We're looking to solve something in our lives. And I think that's what you're talking about. What's the what are the things that when those things occur in our lives, we start finding ourselves heading towards Right, porn. no, and
1: I love the way you said solution, because what's implied? There's a problem. There's a <laughs> problem, right? So I like that. If we assume that problems need solutions, right, and that when we're young men growing up, what do we have control over? The money, the car, the credit cards, whether we can go out, travel, No. We have control of our own body and our mind. Right. We have male parts that like to be aroused. Yep. And so that's what you own as a young man, right? So so we're looking for comfort, right? Mm-hmm. And then what other words come to mind? Acceptance.
0: Yeah, belonging. Belonging. This is good. You're looking for, I think, especially for men, we're looking for significance, yeah, right? to, we want to have to, a sense of yeah, we, we matter. Yeah. You know, and
1: all the big people that are influential, the smart people have a place, and the, the athletes have a place. And what about the people that are less significant? If I want to go find a significant place, and you create a sexually secret place where mm-hmm. in your mind you're significant, right? You solved the problem. So. So we're talking about old patterns that set up in youth and that are continued into adulthood. Because mm-hmm. I I think I only met in 30 years, I only met one guy who said I never looked at porn until I got to college.
0: Yeah, I've never met a guy, at least not that I can remember, that ever had, that it was ever that late. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah Most That's what's at 18, 19? He starts looking yeah. at porn, right? Yeah. And so it's like, wow, you got through the process very clean. Yeah. Because you think about the hundreds of hours of escaping in the fantasy the guys do or can do. And this guy said, no, I didn't do any hours. I had no hours of escaping and creating a fantasy place in my mind. I've got none until I'm 20.
0: So yeah, I'm I'm curious what was the trigger that caused him to go <laughs> look I think he got 20. introduced to a bunch of guys okay. that
1: were doing it and then he started doing it. But do you understand how much cleaner his program is, his internal system is, he's got stuff, but he doesn't have the hundreds or thousands yeah. of hours of fantasy escaping. And material. I think that's an
0: important point to make too, because a lot of times the the establishment of the pattern of going to porn as a solution was being established in a season of development and immaturity. Yeah. And and what I mean is development in all respects, your body, your circumstances, your mind, all that. But also when you're young, and I don't mean immaturity in a derogatory term, it's like you're just immature. There's a, I mean, physically you haven't completely developed, your brain hasn't completely developed, but emotionally everything is in an immature state.
1: And, you know, the thought that pops in my head, if you're an immature, late-blooming boy and everybody's ahead of you, and you want to catch up, well, go to porn. Exactly, yeah. Because you can be a man in porn, you can be the big man on campus in porn, mm-hmm. right? So, so I like that we're setting this up as there's a problem, and then we find a solution, it, and you say it's a bad solution because it's just an escaping solution, Right. right, it's not a growth. It's not a God solution. It's not a good solution. Well, I would say
0: it fits in with that category of you. What you established in an immature state is an immature solution.
1: Ooh, look, you're sounding so, so there's smart a, there's today. A, there's an immaturity, immature there. state, an immature solution. And I think,
0: I mean, I th- we when we get forty, fifty, sixty-year-old guys, yeah. that have had a twenty, thirty, forty-year ongoing, you know, relationship, so to speak, with pornography. There's something about when you see a 60-year-old man that's still looking to porn as a solution, there's no other way to describe it than that's a childish way to solve your problems. And again, I'm not trying to sound derogatory towards that person. But you're saying there's a grown man that has a
1: child solution. You, You got
0: stuck in... 12 year old thinking in terms of how you're always going to respond to stressors, to difficulties, to fear, to whatever. Yes. And that has been the thing that you've clung to. And I think that's what we're trying to then say is when do you go to that? Because probably wherever it got started, you're still responding to those same stressors and triggers. You still
1: have those same stressors and triggers. Yeah. The start is still going to be the same, right? Because if you're lonely, yeah, you're still going to be lonely, right, in life. Mm-hmm. But the start is the same, right, when you're 10, 12, 14, whatever. The start's the same. The pain is the same, right, because you're in the same body. It probably feels bad, right? But but the sixty year old guy is still using his twelve year solution. Twelve year old solution. Yeah,
0: and because when you think about it, I love that you put it in that kind of framework. Um, the things that are going to uh, cause us to to recognize that we need to respond are not, probably not going to change. And like, like you said, loneliness or just fears or those types of things. Um, the the feelings around it are probably going to be very similar. So the one thing that we have a sense of hope that we could grow and mature in is how we then respond to them,
1: right? Right, right, right. Back up to what you said was really good because the basic fundamental drive, the feelings, right? Yeah. The feelings that rise up inside me that I don't know what to do with. They will drive me to old solutions.
0: And they will probably not. I, I, I haven't experienced this. I mean, you can maybe tell me if, if it's different from you. For you, I haven't necessarily experienced a massive difference in how some of those things feel in my life today. But
1: loneliness, as or to fatigue, how they felt so, it didn't change. Right? So in other
0: words, it's like, okay, if I have a if I have a wave of loneliness strike me today, it's not like it's so different from a wave of loneliness hitting me when I was fifteen.
1: My uh, circumstances
0: surrounding that could be very different. No, no, but the feeling, but the, feeling in the same body the, that was the there same. and here is yeah. the same.
1: But, the diff- but you also would say but I'm grown up and I have grown up resources with this body. I know I I respond
0: to it differently today than I did before. And that's what I'm saying is that's the thing that if you, if a guy gets stuck in, I've kind of, I've kind of thought the only way to respond to this is go to porn, go to my escape. Right. That's where I'm like, if you get stuck in that and you're 50, 60 years old, there's a, there's a sadness in that. Right. Because, yeah, you you're all you've thought that maybe I would, quote unquote, grow out of those feelings. And that's where I think some of the immaturity is, is we think that if we're feeling sadness at 15. Well, man, you know what, if I if I finally get the car and I get the job and I get the girl and when I'm 40, all those all those feelings will change. And what you discover at 40 is. Those feelings didn't change. They probably only got magnified. And if you're still using your 15-year-old coping mechanism, now kind of the suffering you're in is exponentially more difficult than when you were 15 years old.
1: Well, but that's even sadder, right? That's sadness on sadness. Right. Because if I'm 15 and at 55 I'm still using my 15-year-old solution.
0: Yeah. It's a sad place to be. And that's why I'm saying – what we hope to try to help people here today with is if they can start unpacking, like, when are the times that I go to this? Recognizing that those things yeah. probably are not going to drastically change as it pertains to how they feel. Like we said, loneliness, right? Yes. Let's keep using that one. Okay, Loneliness at 15 and loneliness at 50... 50 are still going to feel like loneliness. Maybe, again, the circumstances around it may be different, but the body I'm in, yeah, it yeah, feels the same. The triggering
1: same. of loneliness is going to be the same in the body. What
0: we want to see is let's grow our response to that. Let's grow the solution to something other than what we had when we were 15.
1: Yes, yes, but and I, but I was saying a minute ago, I'm going to repeat it again, at 55... You have infinitely more resources than you had at fifteen. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> well, you have adulthood. Yeah. You you have a driver's license. You have a credit card, right? People have cell phones, right? At fifty-five, you have permission to go into a bar. At fifteen, you can you know go to an right. bar and go get a drink, but but at at you could drive across the country at fifty-five. You could get on a plane. You could watch a movie. You could watch movies all day. You you have an infinitely much larger set of resources mm-hmm. that at fifteen you could only do one thing. Go to your room, fantasize. That's not exactly true. But habitually we thought we had very limited resources. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We could go to the room, enjoy our body, uh fantasize, be left alone, right? But when you grow up if you're still doing the same solution, you haven't even begun to recognize that you have the spirit of God in you, that you have a brotherhood, that you're connected, mm-hmm. that you could ask your wife for a hug, that you could do some self-soothing, or or you could do worship, or you know, there's all of these options that exist. But what's so weird is that 15-year-old, in some 55-year-old. Is still driving the whole program. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Even though the reality is different now, it's all set up at 15, and the belief is limited to 15-year-old thinking, and I can only see like a 15-year-old. I can't see like a 55-year-old. And I think that's
0: why part of the resources, and I hope what we're going to be trying to do here is part of the resources that we want to have as adults is to be able to say, what does it look like to kind of break down the parts of this process that I've had since I was a kid. So in other words, if I could better recognize sort of the pattern and the and the steps that I've taken mm-hmm. that go from the moment that I feel a particular feeling to then the moment that I've always gone to porn or some other sexual acting out as my solution, maybe I could change the program. Yes. Not well, change the feelings, but change the, the response to them.
1: But why don't you and I talk about what you do and I do? Sure. Because I don't know who else you right now, but, but you're here and I am and you you just shifted the program in an interesting direction, which is, well, let's show the old pattern and, and let's offer some new pattern, mm-hmm. right? So that... When you were alone, and you feel unloved, and and you were slow in development, and and life was hard, and everybody was happy, and you were trying to figure it out, and you were odd and different, then you could go over there and escape and get away from yourself. So what's what's the first thing that comes to your mind using your adult resource brain when I say, man, I don't like me, and I got to get away from me?
0: Yeah, so one of the first things that comes to mind, if I'm going to put it in kind of the framework of old thinking, new thinking, like old solution of porning yeah. and new solution of, of uh, connection is, is just the difference between the old way would be like, well, I must solve this on my own. So the idea is if I feel, you know... So
1: this is young you. Young this would be you. young me. Right, saying I got to... But I'm lonely, and I got to get past loneliness? What
0: are so, you saying Well, what I, I guess the, the main thing that my old thinking was is I can't let anyone else into this space of what I'm oh. feeling or what I'm thinking right now. So there was no dialogue. In, in some ways, I had locked myself kind of in a prison of like if certain things come into my mind or into my heart— they're inaccessible by anybody else. I can't let anybody else into that space. So
1: I must alone. That's what you said. I must exactly. figure it out alone because you're saying alone is your is your outer wall, right? Yeah. I live in an alone place, and I got a problem.
0: The new thinking is
1: no, no. Uh, to go a little bit further, I'm alone, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody cares, and nobody is safe, and I can't let them in, right? With and, certain things, yes, and then you would well, right, and like our sexuality, we hid it, we were scared, it was ugly, it was dirty, whatever, right, and so so then, but it cooks inside you, right, you feel lonely, and you and you have you shield yourself behind aloneness, and so then what what would percolate and happen next, do you think,
0: well, a lot of times then it was just what's going to make me feel better?
1: I need relief,
0: yeah, no, but i didn't you know there's a discomfort in in carrying some of those emotions by yourself, whether it's fear or, you know, anger or, you know, feeling lonely. And so what the thing is, is I think even the way that our bodies are made by God is there is a tipping point, meaning uh, you've talked about this before. Like when you're trying to help husbands deal with the, the emotions of their wives, right. When they maybe discover what's going on or they, and you've talked about how how no one can perpetually maintain a 10 emotionally. Like, your body won't allow you to do that. Eventually, yeah. your body will crash, right? Yeah. I think the same is true when you're carrying... Like, if I'm carrying that sense of loneliness yeah. by myself, my body can only handle... If I'm carrying that at a 10, like, I'm feeling almost like in panic mode because I feel so alone, so disconnected, so... Uh, At some point, my body will crash, and, and a lot of times the thinking of that was, I need relief, I need yeah, pleasure, I need yeah. something that makes me feel better. And so, of course, porn is an easy solution.
1: So let me throw a few of my thoughts on the same continuum, right, of young kid. I'm odd. I'm slow. Nobody is like me. Nobody understands me. Everybody else is succeeding around me, and I'm struggling. And I hate being the struggler. Mm right, you understand, now I'm building pressure on myself, and and we don't want anybody to know, so we're going to keep it inside, and if you tell somebody, they say, that's stupid, don't think like that, okay, fine. shut up, I won't tell you again, right, so we are in a cocoon of alone, I love that, we're in this cocoon of alone, and we're generating terrible thoughts about ourselves, because we're using our 15-year-old mind, and we're creating pressure, more and more pressure, until yeah. we have to go we have to get away from ourselves that's yeah. fabulous i don't think i've ever heard two men ever say that
0: mm-hmm.
1: that here is the process anybody out there want to see what's mm-hmm. going on wives want to see men want to see there is a little process that you set up when you're 10 12 15 and it's c- cocooned and alone And it's full of language of self-destruction, inadequacy, failing, you know, all that stuff. And I sit on it. I try to avoid it till I can't avoid it anymore. I try to pretend it's not true. I want to try to be like other people. But in my heart of hearts, I know I'm different.
0: And then I have
1: to go away. Yeah.
0: And so one of the things that I think we've been saying here is we need to recognize that the the instigating emotion— is not necessarily what we're trying to change. I think if that becomes the goal, like, because you're going to feel it, right? That's just lonely,
1: it. rejected, inadequate. That's not going to and, change. And that's
0: where I think so many have gotten messed up thinking about what needs to change. Okay, they're thinking, well, oh, well, if you want to change a pattern, go to what the starting point was. And so they go back to what the starting point was, and they say, well, I felt lonely. So, man, how do I, how do I not feel lonely? Well, good luck with that. Right, because you're going to feel lonely. Feelings are feelings, right? Right, when
1: you're an you, adult, you and you're going to feel them all. Yeah, you
0: can't control the emotions that come to you. I think the more we can learn, like some of the maybe the causes of some of those emotions, the the more we can learn. Yeah. What those emotions are revealing in us. Yep. The more I think we can. Form better solutions.
1: So let's uh, let's unpack the new pattern, the fifty-five year old pattern, right? I'm not fifty-five. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm getting closer, but I'm not there yet. That kind of splits the difference between, between you and between me. Between you and me. That's what I'm proposing. That's good. So so let's talk about the ugly feelings, right? Uh, I'm not good enough. You say one. Yeah, fear. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid. I'm fear that I'll be known or exposed mm-hmm.
0: or right. Um, we talk about aloneness feeling lonely yeah yeah rejected yeah
1: rejected you got it so so i'm not like you if you knew me you wouldn't like me i'm not good enough i'm different nobody understands me all that ugly pain stuff that we hate we all hate because you know what you know why people drink the same reason yeah they got pain and they found alcohol they didn't go porning they found alcohol you know why gamblers gamble They didn't find porning, they found gambling, right? Every addiction is an escape from self. Yeah. So now... You're still in this body that you currently are. Yeah. You stand corrected here. <laughs> in this age, you will feel inadequate, or like lonely. you failed, like, yeah. rejected. Nobody wants you on their team. You're you're a loser. You're by yourself. You're stupid. So when you
0: when you set the framework before about like okay, we have more resources now, right? Yes. One of the things. So when those feelings that kind of attack me now, the way I frame it up now is. I do not have to handle this alone. In other words, the old self was saying, "Hey, there's a certain wall here that if if there are things happening on this side of that wall, then nobody else is allowed nobody else could be allowed on this side of that wall because it'd be either too shameful or they they'd reject me, they wouldn't want anything to do with me, all those shame lies." Right. Now the new resources are saying, "You know what? I'm a broken human being." among a whole world of broken human beings. Yeah. And I actually have a few human beings that actually love me as a broken human being. So So, so there's,
1: slow down. I am broken, and there are other broken people, and they still love me, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm broken, but I don't die. Yeah. right. I'm broken. Because is that the worst thing in life, to be broken, to be rejected, to be lonely? No. Whatever the pain is, it's just pain. Yeah. And people around
0: me have pain too, and they still love me. I'm still loved. So that's the prime that's one of the primary resources that i see the other thing yeah. too is in my old way there was even this thinking in my mind that what was behind that wall even god didn't want to see Ugh. so there was there was almost like a double loneliness that i would feel in that place oh, because well there's a part of me that even god wouldn't want to know about he wouldn't want to go there and so I would even kind of try to, quote, unquote, hide from God in that respect. So the, uh, the resources now is I realize not only are there people around me yes. that I know that I can let into that place, there is a God who's been waiting for me in that place my whole life. Mm. He was there before I was. So it's like I don't have to, I don't have to uh, be scared of being exposed to God in all of that, all of yeah, those emotions. this
1: is so beautiful. Because as soon as you, as soon as you say God, you're not alone. Yeah. Right? You got invite God behind the wall, right? Well,
0: and the funny thing is, is then when you go behind the wall yourself, you feel like you realize He's been sitting there all along, <laughs> waiting for you, or you sitting know? on
1: the wall, going, "Hey, I'm right here. What exactly, do you want? You want to invite yeah. me in your yard? You'll play alone. What do you want to do? I'm right here. Tell me what you want. Exactly. Because right? I'm not going to impose myself on you. Yeah. Right. So it's funny because as you're saying that, this thought occurred to me. When I'm really hard on me to say, God, I'm trashing me again, Lord. I'm just beating me again. All those old lies that want to crawl on me. And I don't want to beat me up this afternoon or tonight. or. I don't want to beat me with the lies. Do I have to beat me with the lies again, Lord? As soon as you say that, you change everything. Absolutely, yeah. Because either you are going to beat you or you're going to tell God you're beating you. hmm And when you say, God, I've been beating on myself again, and I know that's not what you want for me to do, and I don't know why I do, it's kind of dumb anyway. All I'm doing is setting myself up to go get relief, but if I could come, rest in your presence, have a dialogue, can I stop beating me? Is that okay with you, God? If you have any dialogue right there, you'll change the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like turning turning in that moment with all of the confusion and all the feelings and processing it in the presence of God rather than trying to say on my own I got to kind of figure this out and then I'll yes. present it to God that's good it's like no we're not that's meant right. to present our lives to God we're meant to be living our lives in the presence it isn't of that God people, but a scared boy
1: will say okay I can talk to
0: God about this God won't like this
1: God only likes good he won't like messes look at this messy stinky bad thing no no take it from I'll do it myself and then yeah. I'll go when I'm good I'll go to God man that's great boy thinking
0: and that's where we've got to shift that paradigm. We've got to shift that dialogue. And so I'm hopeful that listeners out there, I hope this has really stirred a lot in your own heart about kind of thinking about your own pattern. Like what has been your pattern from childhood to now that has led to bad solutions over and over and over again? And what are you recognizing maybe coming out of this program that you need to be really focusing on in terms of uh, shifting the paradigm, shifting the dialogue, shifting the the orientation towards better solutions. We would love to come alongside of you. That's what our ministry is all about, is trying to help you engage those new and better solutions. So reach out to us. You can go to puresexradio.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at Pure Sex Radio. We would love to help you with that. So thanks for being a listener. Yes, and thank you. And we look forward you. to seeing you back here again next week on the program. God Take bless. Care. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.